Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, our guest is Julie Hoffman. Uh, Julie, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure, Glenn. And first of all, thank you so much for hosting me. I love doing podcasts. I love educating people. It is really one of my most favorite things, especially if I get to talk about real estate. Yeah. And yeah, this is so much fun. I'm kind of uh, made strange <laughs> that way. Uh, well, first and foremost, it's funny that you are a Canadian investing in the state. And I'm from the States. I'm from Colorado. I grew up in Colorado, went to school in Nebraska, met my husband in graduate school. And my husband's a Canadian, so I moved up here. Yeah. And now I live in beautiful Kelowna, British Columbia, and and I just absolutely love it. I've got five kids. My husband, way before we ever had children, I was actually pregnant with my first. He came home from a real estate seminar and said, we need to invest in real estate. And when he said that, for a lot of women who, yeah. well, or, or spouses who can relate, when, when my husband says we should do this, it usually means I should do this. So, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. At the time, he was running a very successful business, but very much, um, very much chained to his job, working 80 hours a week, and he knew real estate would help him uh, progress. So, I tackled it, and I ended up having a real knack for it. So, within a couple of months, we bought three rental properties. And um, then I had my daughter and everything changed. So this is back 2002, had my little girl, suddenly did not care about how many years I went to school, which is the equivalent of 10 years of university. I have a doctorate in physical therapy. I just, everything went out the window. I wanted to spend as much time with my little girl as possible. And I knew real estate investment would help me to do that. So I, took advantage of the wonderful Canadian healthcare system that we have and and um, and social medicine system that we have. And I took a year off. Uh, oh, beautiful. Yeah, and I was able to go on uh, maternity leave. And during that time, I bought 12 more properties. What? And, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. And that's what I do. That's what I tend to do. I have five kids. I'm, you know, I, I, I just, um, I'm that way. So anyway, we had a huge amount of success from 2006 to from 2002 to 2007 and then the recession started as the recession started we had really accumulated a tremendous amount of overpriced real estate and it went down everything crashed all around us we went from being multimillionaires to being uh, to being people who were suddenly in foreclosure and people going through bankruptcy. And it was really, really tough. It, it was about a four year process of fighting to save our company, fighting with each other, and then eventually just basically throwing in the towel, which, you know, I, I say throwing in the towel. It was much bigger than that. It's a very hard process to go through, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, I don't know if I can imagine. It sounds so intense. <laughs> Yes, pretty big. And then during that time, we had five kids on top of everything else. And we managed to stay married, which in and, in and of itself is challenging without all of the added challenges that we had. Mm -hmm. And anyway, from, uh, from that point, we started to rebuild. 
and um, have since been able to create another multi-million dollar real estate investment portfolio, all without any of our own money and without qualifying for financing. I'm now a real estate investment coach. Um, my husband and I are entrepreneurs. We have a real estate investment group that we run here called the Okanagan Real Estate Investment Group. And we just have a really great life. And so that's why I, uh, that's why I'm called the street smart diva, because even though I went through a lot of challenges, it made me very street smart. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, it just made me street smart. And so that's what we took off with the branding and just kind of, you know, helping people in all kinds of different ways, whether it's coaching or rent to own, they're going to talk about today or helping people who want to be investors. Um, and so that's that's kind of my story and how you and I ended up being on this uh, podcast together. <laughs> yeah, I have some questions already. <laughs> so okay. how how do you buy twelve properties while you're on mat leave? How does how does that even work? The way we did it was we lived in Alberta at the time, and in Alberta at the time there was a program called assumable mortgages. And so what that means is we were able to take over people's mortgages without having to qualify for financing. Oh. So I was able to do that. It's not very common anymore these days, although there are still definitely ways to acquire real estate um, without having to qualify for financing and without having to put a lot of money down. But that was the strategy that we focused on at the time so yeah. we were able to acquire those kinds of properties and I was able to find properties for for very low money down and on top of that we did have some money now the money that we have you have to keep in mind about half of it and I would say it was about a hundred thousand dollars total half of it was from our partner at the time who was my husband's best friend of 20 years he had about fifty thousand dollars cash he'd just done really well saved a bunch of money and then my husband and i lived in a house that he built and he like bought it on a handshake it was like this funky deal he got a great deal on it once we put a house on it we had like two hundred thousand dollars of equity in it so what we did is we pulled $50,000 of equity out of our house and we yep. used it for the down payments on the houses that we bought. So I don't, I hope I'm not confusing your listeners, but. No, I think I got it straight. I made myself a little note, 50K from the partner and you guys got yep. 50K of equity out of your property. Yeah. So basically and I like to kind of brag about this, we were able to buy the equivalent of 15 properties without any of our own money yeah. because half of it was our partners, half of it was from the bank. Yep, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's how we did it. And I am just, I'm, um, I'm built that way. I'm the kind of person who just, you know, and I had the motivation of my daughter, right? You yep. can't put a price tag on the love, you know, every, oh. every parent loves their child. Um, and time and, is the most valuable asset in the world. You yeah. can't get that back. Yeah, and I brought her with me to see houses, and yeah. I left her with grandma a lot, but uh, that was not hard to do. My grandma would have kept her. I know <laughs> my mother-in-law mother would have kept her as much as I wanted her to. So I was very blessed. And on top of that, I mean, you ask how. I make it sound easy. Components of it were easy, but... Also keep in mind, my husband had a very successful business yeah. and so he had a safety net 
you know, under us that whole time as well. And, you know, a lot of people, they want to just quit whatever they're doing and just dive into real estate. And it sounds like that's what I did, but it's really not that simple. Often I recommend people, if it's like a spouse situation, somebody stay working, somebody keep the lights on and, and somebody else pursue the, the portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with everything, I like to have like a second, you know, multiple exit strategies, multiple purchasing strategies. And by having someone who's actually earning job money, you can qualify for loans if you need them. <laughs> and if you didn't have anyone working, it gets a lot more difficult, right? It certainly does, which can be a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be more know, creative. <laughs> once you know how to create money, create opportunities, uh, then you, then the sky is is the limit. There is no limit. So, that was how you did it the first time. When you did it the second time, did you do the same strategy? Did that uh, system still exist? No, that system did not still exist. And another great question. Uh, actually, it had been pretty much uh, closed. That program. Um, it wasn't really a program. It was just a kind of uh, something that all banks in Alberta allowed okay. until. Until a bunch of scumbags ended up using it and abusing it, and you know pro these kind of properties were going into foreclosure. So the banks tightened up their system, which was a smart thing to do. Yeah. And when I when I started over, um, it was actually very interesting because up to that point I had a tremendous amount of experience. I was still in a networking group, much like the you know the, the real estate investment group that I run now. Um, and I was out there talking about my story, telling my story, you know, just kind of sharing with people here, here's where I'm at. I don't know exactly how I'm going to fix it, but I'm, I'm still going to keep trying. And so I actually had a lot of people approach me because of my experience who needed help. So, um, I moved out to Kelowna and my, I'll give you a perfect example. A guy I had met through a networking group that I belong to called me and he said, I invested in this property and now the girl has ghosted. I have no security. I don't know where my money's going to go and I know she's in trouble. So I found her. Yeah. I said, hey, what's going on? And she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. She just, you know, she was like pregnant with her second kid from a different guy. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but she was like in trouble, ready to move, ready to let this property go. Yeah. And I was just like, don't do that. Let me help you. So what I did is I basically did a lease option. I lease optioned her property. And I said, I'm going to make your payments. I'm going to make sure the taxes are paid. I'm not going to give you any money because it's not worth, it's not even worth what the debt is on it right now. Yeah. But I'll give you this amount of money someday. And she said, okay, whatever. Just don't let me go into foreclosure. And because my parents are on the on the mortgage, just you know, make sure this gets taken care of. So I did. So she went her merry way to Saskatchewan from Kelowna. Can you imagine? My God. Anyway, she just did what she had to do. I took over a property. I rented it out. I made sure everything was paid. I made I made sure it was uh, looked after. And um, when it came time for me to actually buy it, it was actually worth about $80,000 more than what I had agreed to pay her for it. Awesome. And <laughs> when I bought it, yeah, it was phenomenal. When I finally bought it, I used somebody else's credit to buy it. 
So I had this great property that I'd already owned. It was cash flowing. It was worth a lot of money. And um, we're in a really, really tight rental market here in Kelowna. So I mean, it was a really good real estate investment opportunity. So I was able to keep the property, get new financing on it, get her paid out, get her mortgage paid off. It took five years, but um, doesn't matter. Uh, I didn't, I, I never had to put any money down. I never had to put any money into the property. Um, and then I never, uh, and then I never qualified for financing on it. So it was a really yeah. wonderful. And so that kept happening. That kind of thing kept happening. Okay. And then, so if you're doing these lease options, like what's, what's the risk to the lease option? Is there any way that they could try to challenge this at the end when you're trying to actually pay them out that they might be like, no, I want more money. Is there, what risks are involved? Well, that's certainly a risk if you don't do it right. Yeah. You have to have all kinds of paperwork in place, agreements, initials, everything very, very clearly laid out. And so you got to remember up to that point, I had been through so much, including legal issues yeah. for months and months, like literally years. I knew how to protect myself and to make sure she couldn't, uh, basically screw me out of the deal. So how did you learn to do that? Did you take a course on it or did you do, use like a lawyer when you were doing it or how'd you learn that? Uh, I had a lawyer actually, um, I, de I definitely had a great lawyer, but I would want to do all kinds of creative deals all along the way yeah. during our, you know, during our successes, during our challenges. And I ended up having this one lawyer. He said, listen, a contract is a contract. You draw it up the way you want it to sound i'll tell you what needs to be added so that it's legal yep and then um and then if we can register it on title to secure you we will if nothing else we have it on file so i learned how to do a lot of things just by doing them by making mistakes and then by getting feedback from my lawyer who admittedly he taught me a lot yep. and um, protecting yourself is not difficult it is not difficult at all, but you've got you've got to take certain steps in order to make sure that uh, you're protected, so that everybody's protected. Okay, one last question before we jump into the rent to own stuff. So you mentioned you were from Colorado, and it sounds like you're doing all your investing in uh, Kelowna. Did you have you ever thought about going back down to the states? <laughs> yes, I have. I think about it often. Also, for a couple of reasons, um, it's just bigger, right? And then if you're if you're in a bigger center, uh, flipping is easier. Options are easier. Um, uh, uh, doing things like um, short sales and that kind of thing, it's easier. It's just really common. Um, and I was actually trained to do a lot of this creative real estate with, from Ron Legrand, who is a major trainer down in out of Florida, out of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, okay. And so I ha I've definitely thought about it. I just let you want to know what holds me back. What's that? I'm a little bit of a control freak, and I like to be very close to my properties to see them. Yeah, I am too, and that's one of the reasons I went to the states too, is that. Well, even just now, I'm selling my property. Anyone who's following me on Facebook, I just posted a new property in Cambridge, Ontario that I'm selling, getting rid of some of my properties here. And I was over there doing stuff. Like, I, I go there and I 
I can't help it. I'm just like, oh, the grass needs to get cut. I'm just going to go do it myself. I'm not going to pay someone to go cut grass. And so yeah. I, I end up doing so much stuff myself instead of letting, you know, you know, if, when it's in the States, I don't have that option. It's, I let it go. Everything you have to make sure you're properly, you know, it's more critical to have your CapEx fund, right? So that it, you can pay someone to do everything. Like, and, and it, it seems more passive because I, I, I'm a control freak too, and I take over everything. I, I go and I do stuff. Even at work, I, I'll be reaching over, reaching over someone's shoulder and doing stuff yeah. for them. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to teach them how to do this. What am I doing? Yes, yes. Yeah. And so I, I love how what you just said. You just force the issue. You just burn the ship. You just like, okay, I'm not going to invest in my backyard anymore. Hey, good for you. Yeah, even if I like, I'm not opposed to Canada, but I'm, I'm still probably going to buy more stuff in Canada, eventually. But it's not going to be in my backyard. I'm going to make sure it's far enough away that I have to factor in property management. And I hear you. Before we go, do you want to talk about what your business is or anything along those lines? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, so, what I am is a real estate investment coach, and I have a couple of different ways that people can work with me. The first way is you can just subscribe to my list, and you will get free real estate investment tools that you can access immediately. You'll get something every week for the next 12 or 12 to 15 weeks. And they're all real estate investment tools that you can use immediately to get you going on your real estate investment journey or enhance your real estate investment journey. And where, where do they get that? They get it on my website at www.streetsmartdiva.com. I am going to sign up to that as well because even if it's tools I already have, I love more tools. And then I find that I can combine tools if they're Excel and I'll find tools that work better than what I have. I, I'm going to subscribe. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'll be, I'm happy to have you. So that's a free way you can interact with me. And um, I sell two online courses and one is called the Street Smart Educated Landlord and it is uh, soup to nuts landlording along along with Bill Biko, who is the educated landlord. You can find him at theeducatedlandlord.com. And um, he and I produced this landlording course that'll give you paperwork, scripts to use, little, little strategies that we've uh, discovered and developed because you know, I the two of us have literally uh, landlorded thousands of people. And so that is for sale for $199, but I'm going to give everybody a Glenn Sutherland discount. And every, <laughs> yeah, everybody can, everybody can get uh, my course for 50% off. And then the other thing I have is a street smart uh, educated, sorry, the street smart buyer program. That is how to find deals, how to find motivated sellers, how to buy property low to no money down without having to qualify for financing. Sell that for $799 Canadian, but I'm offering it to your listeners for 50% off as well. Awesome. I think a lot of people will be interested in that because that's, well, that's the name of the game, really, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if somebody's taking the time to listen to this, then they are obviously somebody that I want having my program because they're obviously willing to invest their time so why not give people incentive, right? Yep. And then the third way you can work with me is through one-on-one -on -one coaching. So um, I don't really have a discount uh, program set up for that because I really only do that at live events. And I've, 
And the reason why I'm telling you that is I, I would like to offer it, but when I do my live events, I, I, I say to my people, I only offer this here. And if I were to offer a discount, even on this podcast, I would be outside of integrity. I, I, what I can commit to is if you have a tough time with my, with my retainer fees, which are very expensive, quite frankly, it's $5,000 to get started with me because I teach people how to buy property low to no money down. And I, and I teach people how to flip. I teach all kinds of different ways to, to do real estate, very, very low risk. So if you decide, you know, I will say this, I will work with you if, yeah. if, if money is an issue and I can commit to that. So I hope that's fair, Glenn. Um, that is fair. No, it is fair. I totally appreciate that. Uh, is there anything else we want to add before we close this off? No, just, um, I think what I always like to tell people is I'm a woman. This is the real estate is kind of a man's world. I got five kids. I'm married. Um, I have insecurities and fears just like anybody else. And I guarantee you it's not easy, not necessarily easier. It's definitely easier coaching and with training and education. Uh, but if I can do it, any of you can do it. I guarantee that. And if you think you can't, then you definitely need to call me or call Glenn. <laughs> if you think you can or you can't, you're right. <laughs> uh, that is, a, is that Henry Ford? I think that's Henry, Henry Ford, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this.